sponsored by Helene and David Brenner for the protection of Tovia Rubin ben Chaya Hadassah. He's proudly serving in Aza. Miriam and Avram Deutsch in honor of 30 years of their Aliyah. Mindy Barad, thanks to Hashem for miracles past, present, and future, and for all of Am Yisrael. And the weekly sponsorship by Lillian and Yosef Aaron in honor of Yosef's birthday and for the safe return of our soldiers and kidnapped. You knew about that? by Michael Levy, in memory of the Yorzeit of his grandfather Dov Ber Ben Zelig HaLevi. Okay, chaverim. We have, we have something very, very, very important to be mashling today, to kind of complete from where we left off last week. And there's a lot we have, we have, there's a lot we have to do today. We'll try to get to as much as possible. It's very hard, I'm telling you guys, it's very, very hard. It's very hard to... to to stay focused, and this is like the Talmud Torah. Can I get saying focus? My God, what a what a chiv we have right now. An obligation on us to not get confused and to stay focused, and to hopefully the Torah should all become lemaisa and not just theory. It should be clear to us what the avoda is right now. Clear to us. That's the that's the bakasha we have of you, Hashemit Barach. As we continue to learn inside, your nevim. Your Rishonim, your Achronim, that we're trying to understand for us, Lemaisa, what is, what is it? What is the Avoda right now? So like this. We ended off last week's shir. We presented, trying to understand the concept of, is our war right now against Amalek or not? Because there's a lot of nafkaminas. There's a lot of ramifications. I had Chayalim call me from the front line wanting to get Psak. Wanting to get Psak if 
this war is a war against Amalek or not, because of the obvious ramifications that if you taina, if you hold that it is Amalek, it's a different, it's a completely different shift, completely, completely, completely different mindset of how you go out and battle. On the other hand, there's many, many, I've seen many opinions that is like trying to make sure that we, we're not saying that this is Amalek. And we have to just keep on, we have to keep on learning. Okay, that we, not just feeling, we have to keep on learning. Now it gets more and more difficult. Why? Because every day that passes, more things that are coming out, more things that are becoming revealed to us, show us that we're dealing with some sick darkness that has no place in the face of the Hashem's world. Sick darkness that has no place in Hashem's world. And that's what we're trying to figure out here, to understand, how do we approach this whole Indian? Yeah, just loud, okay? Is Amalek a people or a mentality? Yeah, friend. This is, this is, um, this is already part of it. Within the sugya, that's the shayla that keeps on coming up. Is Amalek a people or is it a mentality? <coughs> that's what we're going to be addressing today. Because there are many that say, most people say, since, since for a long, long time already, there's no way to detect that this is actually a people. That's hard. So, so if it's not a people, then what is it? So we have to understand and we have to go inside, but I want to just repeat briefly how we left off last time. And what we spoke about is that, you know, whether you're saying it's a people or whether you're saying Amalek is an entity, one thing is clear about Amalek. They come to bring a chil Hashem like no one's business. They come, they ba with such chutzpah. They come and they come out strong with such chutzpah to come and mevaz Hashem Hashem and to cover up the name of Hashem. That's what we spoke about last time. Kiyad al kes ka. They come to case to cover up. Tigani say the Rebbeinu yeah, you, all your ideas, your thoughts, your opinions, you came and you covered up a, a world and everything, but we're, we're, we're covering up all the beauty that you did. Yefeh. And that was the chet of Amalek, as you see in Kuv Kav Zayn, second to bottom paragraph. Cheto shel Amalek haya milchama ha-gdola ve-achutzpa she-patach ba-neged ha-kadosh baruch That's That was the last thing that we, that we, uh, that, that we got, basically got up to there. Hashem says, those people that come and try to say, we made a complete, you know, Hashem, you made a complete mistake with your decisions, with your choices. We're going to mechal Hashem, Hashem like this. Comes Hashem Kodesh Baruch and say, you guys are going to be wiped out the face of the earth. What we're going to be tuning in today is something that many people speak about when they speak about Nekama, and they say it's God's revenge. God's revenge. Toby sent me a clip yesterday of a, of a, it's just unbelievable, <laughs> some of these chayalim. But this chayal is actually a huge, huge star in, the, in, the, in a musician, Idan Amedi. You've heard of him? Idan Amedi? You never? He's, he's unbelievable. Very powerful. I think he played at the Tzama event last year in Benenei Oma, seeing him sing the Alter Rebbe's Nigunim. This guy's power. He's in Handasakravit. He went right away, no, no shayla, went back into Miluim. When he was called up, and he is working day and night. Idan Amedi, this guy's amazing. So yesterday, before they were about to blow up some building of someone, so they did, you know how they do it, they say, guys, this is for a memory of so-and-so, and the and we should remember this is in, in, in memory of all those that are killed. 
And he ended off by saying something that I thought was so interesting. He ended off by saying, Hashem ve'anachnu nikom damam. Everyone always says, Hashem yikom damam. He ended off by saying, Hashem ve'anachnu yikom damam. I'll send you the clip if you want it. It's funny, the news played it, but they didn't realize so much that that's what he was saying. You know, that was the ktuvit on the bottom. It actually, the transcript said that. But that's what he said, Hashem ve'anachnu nikom damam. Usually when it comes to nekama, everyone always goes to say, Tell nekamot Hashem. This is God's thing. It's the only thing that Hashem will do. Hashem will do. Hashem yikom damam. It's God's thing. My chelik in the nekama? Not clear. Not clear. After what, we're going to try to understand this today because it's very important. Me and him. Nechon. Pirush HaMechilta, Sham, the Midrash says there, when it talks about Amalek, Macho ba'olam hazeh emchel la'olam haba. Hu pashat itgado bakiseh Hashem, kmo shamru chazar, katu v'chad omer timchet zeh Amalek, v'katu v'chad omer ki macho emche. כיצד יתקיימו שני כתובים אלו? עד שלא פשט ידו בכיסא, תמחה. כשפשט ידו בכיסא, מחו אמחה. So until he comes and he actually covers, he goes to the throne, and it's Amalek, you gotta do it. From the moment that he comes and he covers the throne of God, we have to understand what that means, מחו אמחה. Oh. Then, he, then, he, then I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take personal revenge. The Midrash says, Hashem is saying, can a human being actually cover up the throne of Hashem? So the Midrash is a little bit, a little bit uh, mysterious. When it comes to coming and, and, and claiming, uh, you know, when you come and try to do this, this covering of Hashem's glory, when it comes to Yerushalayim, that's already messing, ki that a human being is messing with God's throne in the world. Chevra, what are the Ishmaelin calling this war? Do you know what they call it? They're calling it... They're calling it... We should be calling it Milchemet Beit HaMikdash. Moshe Feiglin's been calling that every single day, Milchemet HaMikdash. It's Milchemet HaMikdash. What are they calling it? They're, call, they're calling it Milchemet El-Aqsa. Meaning, he's saying over here, what does it mean that a human being comes and tries to put their hand over God's throne? That means when they're targeting Yerushalayim. They've called, they've given a name to this war. They've called it Mabul Al-Aqsa. That's, that's the name, right? We have all these cute words, Charvot, Barzel, I don't know, what, whatever it is. No, they might just like so. I don't, I don't understand these in Yanim at all. Yeah, they 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 type. I don't even know how they get these names. They put it comes out of a computer. Yeah, they ask the like, what what is it exactly? How do they get to these names? Yeah, for Vad Bazel, whatever it is. What does the Al Aqsa mean? I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm I can't. I can't go. What is Al Aqsa? That's the name of their. Asking what it means. Oh, that's the name of their. First of all, Yushalayim for them. Yeah. No, 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 it's not, it's actually not it's that. It's the whole area, it's the whole compound of it. But I don't, I don't even want to give that any energy, it's all made up, I don't even want to give it any koch, that's why I said, but that's what, no, 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 but that's what they're referring to. So, Chevre, I know this is hard for us to understand, but if we just learn the Midrash, that Hashem Barach says, the second, that you wage war on Yerushalayim, and that's the name of what you're going for. 
then it's already killed Nekamot Hashem. But we stick with Chorvat Barzel. You see? Perush. What does this mean? What does this mean? Hachet shel Amalek hu milchama gluya v'chatsufa b'kadosh baruchu. The chet of Amalek is that it's a revealed and chutzpedek war against God himself. Kfi she'asa kasher yatsu b'nei Yisrael mimitzrayim. Just like Amalek came and attacked us when we just came out of Mitzrayim and we experienced the greatest godly revelation in the world. Ach gam. Now here is his take. And listen closely. This is how Rav Kahana is saying it. Ach gam kol uma acheret vechol goy acher hamecharef venilcham bakadosh baruchu any other people, any other nation that comes and fights God, nidbak bo chet oshel amalek. We're beginning to answer your question. The chet of amalek comes and is nidbak bo. They like they get they get am- amalekized, whatever that means, right? This is of Mayor Amalek, yeah. Infected. Infected. It wasn't Amalek, the people that came and was Machri of Yerushalayim. It wasn't Amalek that attacked us in Yerushalayim. They didn't go and attack Yerushalayim. But Chazal explained that those that come with chutzpah to cover up, try to cover up God's name, God's light, God's hashgacha in the world, it's ki- they use the same lashon, saying they did the same thing that Amalek did by trying to cover up the throne of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Sorry, this is his svara or is it the raya? The raya that he brought is basically, it, it's his svara from the Medrash. From the Medrash, yeah. But the Medrash doesn't say it explicitly. It's his svara from understanding the, the Medrash, nechon. Okay. And remember it for our days right now. Now jump to the next paragraph. What's the klal that HaKadosh Baruch Hu established? That any time Am Yisrael has as any form of malchut and memshala, sovereignty and governance, they have a chiyuv to wipe out Zechar Amalek. Koach, and the power and the ability to wipe out Zechar Amalek. Chovah mitzvah la'asot zot. Umishum kachan muchazal, shalosh mitzvot mitzvot Yisrael b'shach nisatam la'aretz, limnot lahem melech, velivnot beit abchira, ulaachrit zar'o shel Amalek, ve'eni yodea eze yakdim. We all know that the Torah tells us it's throughout Sefer Dvarim. We have three mitzvahs that we have to do when we come back to Eretz Yisrael. What are the three mitzvahs? Building Beis HaMikdash. Appointing a king and wiping out the Zerah Amalek. And the Midrash says, I'm not sure which comes first. Talmud Lomar, ki yad al keska milchama la'ashem ba'amalek. Kol she'yashav melech al keska, ata machrit Zerah Amalek. Uminayim she'kise Hashem ze ha'melech, this is interesting. These, these midrashim are very interesting. They, they, they still need to be deciphered, really. But what we're trying to understand over here is what comes first. And can you do, basically, can you do one without the other, really, is the real important shayla. Can you establish, can you basically appoint a king while there's still a malik in the world? 
can you build the base on Migdash when there's still a Malik in the world, you see? Now the Rishonim, this is not just the Midrash, the Rishonim are go, they go inside out of this sugya, trying to understand the order of it, how, how it needs to happen. Because the way the Parshias, the way it's brought down in the Parshias, is not, it doesn't make it clear for us. The, the Ramam speaks about, the, the Rishonim and the Achronim all speak about this, trying to understand what comes first. It seems, the way that he's bringing this out, is that, well, I'm going to let him say for just a second, third line from the bottom, Interesting. When we were exiled from our land, and we don't have a base on Mikdash, and we didn't have the koach, we didn't have the ability and the possibility to mekayim this mitzvah, so Hashem says, okay, you don't have the ability right now to do this. So it's on me. So what would, well, what do you say about... Then it's our responsibility now. He's saying it straight out. Now he's not... It's interesting. This is not... He's not paskening in halacha. He's saying like this, well... If we learn that in Galut, the Nebuch Jew, the ghetto Jew, I'm learning this right now with, with the Hever and the Machon in the afternoons, the whole Maimar of Rav Kuk, Maimar Ador, saying in the, the ghetto Jew, the Galut Jew, what, did he, what, 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 was he, what was he focused on worrying about? Survival. Not getting killed by the parts, more or less. So in that state, when a Malik is taking place in the world, Hashem says, well, you can't do this right now. You don't have any of the koach, you don't have the shlita, you don't have the malchut, you don't have the memshala. That's, that's my thing. But Rav Kahana is bringing up, he's like, okay, but wait a second. But now that we're back here, he's saying, im befaneno. He didn't paskin here. He's saying, if it comes that we see there's an inan of Amalek that's in front of us, will you continue to say, Hashem, Rak Hashem. I'm going to leave that one to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Yeah. That's not this sugi at all, but it's very, very clear that. Um, no, but it's very, very clear that that mindset, that Galut seventy-five year mindset that led us till today, clearly cannot be the continuation. Clearly, uh-huh. clearly. I'm just warning you guys. Today, she is. It's going to bring up a lot of raw emotions. So, and I know, like. There's a lot of people, like, there's a lot here, a lot of deep breathing between the words, trust me. Okay? A lot of deep breathing between the words. Okay, that's a good yeah. question. Yeah. We keep on saying, and, and everybody in the room is listening to the Torah, so what you're teaching them, like, 75 years and now. Do you think that there's a general change in thought that other people are speaking like this? <clears throat> Not from people that aren't serving in the army. 
From within the army? No, the army is already great. They're, they're awesome. From within the army, 100%. We're learning this out. Like, yo, we need to change. This is the last 75. That was a great test. Now we need to get Yeah, on. I'm not looking anymore. I'm not waiting to hear what anyone's saying. Um, I'm not looking. That's the truth. I've been looking for years. I'm not, lo- I'm not waiting to look. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm learning. We're learning it inside together. Because waiting... That's not, I'm looking at the chayalim, I get all the koyach I need to have enough guts to look inside and go weiter. But it's a very painful question what Zev brought up. Yotzei midvareinu. Sheha tavo, now here he says like this. What comes out of our words? Ha tavo be'ikvot ratzon Hashem linkom et nikmato. Shezot tiye kiddush shmo ha'gadol ve'anora. Let's stop thinking for a second about nekama in the context of a an action that has to happen while we're still in a state of galut. And let's plug this in right now into the context of redemption. Do you think redemption is just going to be, it's very, very hard, it's very, very confusing, and nothing's adding up, nothing makes sense, and then poof, it's just going to be like that, and then all the oivim, all the enemies are just going to put their weapons down, all the ones that did such a chil Hashem, that acted like a malik, and then we're all just going to dance together into Yerushalayim. Right? That's the, that, 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 that's, the, and that's Geula, right? <coughs> that was the Gaulus. That was the Gaulus mentality of Geula. There was no other way to imagine and the problem now that we have is that we have to ask ourselves, like I asked yesterday in Women's Shear, how much of Galut mentality is still in the way that I learn Torah? Bless you. How, it's, it's scary. It's but, a, we're at up, least present. In the six million of our brothers who are, who have chosen to remain in the, in the box. I I actually am gonna say something you're not really not gonna like. It may be present by them physically. It's not present here in the Holy Land. So, I I I right now, my bandwidth of focus on terms of what's actually making like game changing decisions, is here. And, and my focus has to be right now, like, I could write all the heartfelt pleas to my brothers and sisters in America to come home. At a certain point, like, you have to realize, but it's, like, I have to work with, we have to work with who's here, who's already made that one-step decision of saying, okay, physically, I'm, maybe I'm not there anymore. But the mindset of the way that I learn and understand Geulah, redemption, what is that looking like? How much of Galut is in that thing? Because that's still there. The flying carpet, everyone's going to put their things down. That's still there. It's still very present. Now I will say like this. Hashem can do anything. While we're saying this, Hashem can, like, Hashem can do anything, right? Hashem can do anything. Hashem can do anything. I just, but I can't wake in somechim al nisim. I can't rely... The Ramam tells us we don't rely on miracles. And we've been relying on miracles like crazy for so long already. Our avoda is again to try to bring the context now of the t- type of nekama, the term revenge, within the context of geula, that it seems that geula can't happen until Hakadosh Baruch Hu is nokem the chilul shema, his chilul shem. It can't, it, it can't be without him. Oh, you're you're taking it already. <laughs> that, it's 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 one it's one mahalach, it's one mahalach. There were eight fingers that went up as I'm talking, so I'm just going to keep on going forward, okay? Again, mm-hmm. 
וכן נאמר, הלא הוא כמוס עמדי חתום באוצרותיי, לי נקם ושילם לעת תמות רגלם, כי קרוב יום עדם וחש עתידות למו, ואמר, אי אלוקימו צור חשף בואי, אשיב נקם לצלי ולמשנאי השלם. אזכיר חצי מדם וחרבי מאכל בשר, מדם חלל ושביה, מראש פרעות אויב, הרנינו גויים עמו, כי דם עבדיו יקום ונקם ישיב לצריו, וכיפר אדמתו עמו. I'm not translating the whole thing, but what I am going to is to wake us up and realize if you're still awake by the end of Shachris, before Musaf starts, you've said this every Shabbos of your life, besides the Shabboses that we don't say Avarachmim. Do you understand what you're saying in Avarachmim? Do you understand what the tefillah of Avarachmim is, Bichlal? Where did it come from? What, what was the tefillah of Avarachmim? Where did it stem from? From, the, from, from, the, from, from, from rivers... of Jewish blood being spilled for years and years and years. It's basically a shtickle yisker. And what we end, in the end of, what we end, uh, Yosef, do you, uh, you don't have it, right? We have it every, huh? Sfarim don't have it. We have it by us. And it ends over there saying, V'niketi damam lo niketi v'ashem shochen b'tzion. U'v'chitvei ha-kodesh ne'emar, Lama yomru ha-goyim a'ye Eloheim. We have, uh, in Halal, we have similar Lashem. What does this mean? It means the greatest Chil Lashem is when the nations of the world are sitting around laughing and saying, where's their God? Now, we were accustomed to saying pictures of Germans cutting off beards and payas of Yidin in Poland is over. Because that picture, that picture... Is Ke'ilu, that was Babi and Zaydi, it's done, it's finished. There, never again is uh, clear, right? Never again remains in the museum. So therefore, Chavra, I try to hold back a little bit more because I have like a train going on over here and I need to just be able to let it out this, just for a few minutes, okay? I, I apologize, just it's, it's, I told you, this is a lot of, this is emotional stuff. It's very important for us to put it into the context of words that we say all the time. Because if we don't want to live it, maybe we shouldn't say it. Maybe we shouldn't say it. Maybe we shouldn't say Avarachmim anymore. Avarachmim is a tefillah of saying, Hashem, pour out your wrath. Ari, you, you used to say this, end, used to end shows, or I remember you used to say, you, it's like on the tip of your tongue. What? Pour out thy wrath upon the nations that know thee not. Destroy the enemies of Israel with relentless rage and wipe them from the face of the earth. Amen. So, uh, so then comes what? Amen. Then what comes out? Then I know there's a Hasidic Shavart. Shlomo said it once also. It's, it, it, work, it, it works one year, but it doesn't work anymore in the era that we're in now. means pour out your warmth of love on all the goyim that don't know you. And, and then they'll, they'll be able to come and do tshuva. Let's, let's, let's differentiate between the two. There is a chem, there is a home of the stupid, uh, illiterate, bemet, like deficient guy that has no, he just, he doesn't know anything from nothing, whatever. <coughs> Hashem, pour out your warmth and love on him. Like, why not? Human being. Tzalem elokim. But there's a concept of a malik in the Torah. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? These words of Avarachmim, if we don't really daven for it and understand what we're davening for, why is, do you think Hashem is ever, ever interested in lip service? But today, today, to be interested in lip service? 
Chas v'shalom. This is a chilul shem Hashem. There's an image I cannot get out of my head of a 12-year-old girl. Her name was Liel Chetzroni. And you all saw this, that it took archaeologists and forensics 44 days to determine that this was the girl, the 12-year-old girl whose twin brother was already killed, a Jewish beautiful bat mitzvah girl, the most beautiful face in the world. It took 44 days for our sister to be identified. Hamevin Yavin. Veniketi damam lo niketi. Harninu goim amoki dam avadav yikom. Venakam yashiv letzalav. Vechiper admato amo. I know, however, that we're trying to go away from that because it's messed us up and it's traumatized us. No, we're, we're actually very, we're heartbroken to the core and we're healthy Jewish people that are, are having the guts to look at things that were under the rug. Pashut Nod, under the rug. Brushed away in the name of a million different things. Aval, for someone to come and say that this people is not part of a malik based on how we're learning out that a malik's fa- function is chilu shem shamayim with chutzpah me'en kamoa on Shabbos Simchas Torah in Eretz Yisrael, burning children alive, then I have no idea anymore what a malik is. Then I really have no idea. Then, then, then it's like, forget it. It's just one day, theory... <coughs> I'll go back to the gullus mentality of Geula. Safer. Won't get me into trouble. Memet. And it's hard, it's so hard to realize we're surrounded by these people with this kind of mentality. But what a bracha it is to believe in Hashem and to believe that Hashem believes in us to wake up. And our choosing to wake up is out of love. It's not out of anything else, just because Hashem, Lama Yamru Agoim Ayeloehem. Why should the na- why should the whole world feel that now, after women, our sisters are raped and soldiers beheaded and babies burnt to crisps, now they come out Bagalui? Now, Dafka now in our time, after the greatest Khil Hashem in the modern state of Israel has taken place, now is the voice of such hatred in the world? You tell me that's not the Reach of Amalek? I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Give me another explanation. We like to call it blatant anti-Semitism. We like to speak about it in, in, in terminology that makes more sense to us so we could understand this so, you know, on, a, on a sociological level and, and whatnot. The whole concept of Amalek is chiruf and giduf and chutzpah. Chutzpah. My brothers and sisters' faces are being torn off of what? Mazer. It's, it's nidbakbo. Nidbakbo. It's an infected... It's nidbakbo. Like we said before, it gets infected with this concept. It's infected with it. I want to continue. I'll continue in the second paragraph. 
HaKadosh Baruch Hu Yetze, He will come out, Linkom et Nikmat Shmo HaGadol, HaMechulal Bagoim, Vechen et Nikmat Am Yisrael, Shedarkam, Derech Shiflutam, Umetzukotam, Bidei HaGoim, Chulal Shmo. God will come out to avenge His great name that's being desecrated by the nations of the world. And as well, He will avenge the the Nekama of Am Yisrael, that through their shiflus and their mitzuka, that because of all the suffering and their crisis, his name was desecrated. Be'eta nekama shel geula, going back to what Steve is bringing up, and it's very important to realize how he's using this lashon, at the time of the revenge of redemption, hu yit'orer kivyachol kemishem mitronen miyain. He will awaken like someone who has arose from, 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 yeah, whatever, whatever you want to put in here. The bad drunk. Getting, getting, getting up. Getting up and... And we see, we see that throughout, for, for, for very, very deep reasons that are explained, we see that Hashem, throughout all the years of Galut, He has held back from this roar. Right? So for years, you know, I'm, I'm reminded so often of, of, of a chassid that I mentioned many times. His name was Yeshua Wolf. You remember the, remember the story that I told you about Yeshua Wolf? Yeshua Wolf was a Babaver chassid. This is one of the most important stories. I usually only say it on Tisha B'av, so I'm going to say it today. It's an amazing thing. He was a Babaver chassid that went through, uh, the hell, he went through a few different concentration camps. And this Yeshua Wolf was finally liberated. I don't remember if it was the Russians or the Americans that liberated him, but he told his chill is uh, if I don't know if anyone was, I actually don't know if anyone survived. But he told whoever he told after the war that the saddest day in his life was the day of liberation. Why? He said because the only thing that kept him going for all those years in the concentration camps was that it was clear to him. That only Eliyahu Novi can be the only one that can redeem him from this hell. And that's what kept him going. He comes, he sees a Russian or American soldier being the one that redeems him. That was the hardest day for him. Hardest day for him. This connects to what I was trying to give over Friday night in shul about those that wish for yamim shketim yotel. That all we're doing is we're hoping again that things go back to being quiet. Do you really think that Liel Chetzroni's neshama is hoping for all of us to just go back to being quiet again? This 12-year-old girl burnt to such crisps that it took 44 days to identify her? There's been an ipuk. There's been some kind. We haven't asked. We haven't davened to Hashem. We haven't really put on that, that davening mode of, of, of understanding what we're saying in Avarachamim. We just go to Ashrei. Whatever, it's getting late. The children's burning on the blech. The alcohol's waiting for me at kid. Whatever it is. 
No. In Sha'an Shabbos, right after we, word, we read God's word, in the Torah, we speak about Nekama of Hashem. How much longer can the world say, this whole rendezvous you think you guys had with God, so upset at you, how you got excited again after 1945. But, don't get too excited anymore because it's not happening. That's not Amalek. That is Amalek's voice. That's exactly Amalek's voice. And so we're learning that when, oh, so when the time, when we really learn and daven for Geula, real Geula, not Zionism 1.0 Geula, real Geula, the real, the full picture. You ever see someone get up like that? Was it you? Did you ever get up like that from a bad, you know, from, from what'd you call it? A, a, did you ever get up like that? No. Do you know what that's like? Can you imagine? Kel nekamot Hashem, kel nekamot Now, it seems like that would be a slow getting up. It's been about 2,000 years of a slow getting up on our, on our, on our, on our, our time level. And it seems like Hashem Kilo, there's this shtika, there's this, 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 this trying to understand, like, where, where's the quiet? You know, our whole thing to you, Hashem, Bemet, really is, look, Hashem, we don't understand anything. We also don't understand the good. It's not just the bad that we don't understand. We don't understand the good. Forget about us for a second. But what about you? And if it really, if the call for Geula, which has within it a necessary nekama in all those that completely, in a chutzpah way, covered up, tried to cover up the throne of Hashem, if the voice of calling out for Geula shifts all the more so to saying, Hashem, stop doing this to yourself. Whatever, you have your reasons, whatever they are, stop doing it to yourself. If it shifts fully to there, perhaps this level of Nenekama of Geula will appear like never before, if that's what our tefillah really is. Like we say on Tishabav. We've said this every year on Tishabav. Get out of your own pain, crying over something none of us really never had, and think about the fact that Hashem has been homeless for thousands of years. We built shuls, we built schools, we built nice institutions, we came out with isms that make us feel better about our Yiddishkeit. What about Hashem? What about Hashem? If the tefillah shifts more to that, uh, not more, I think it's time for the tefillah to shift fully to that place, then there will be what we want. And what we want is a Kiddush Hashem in the world. We want a Kiddush Hashem. We want to wake up to understand what that means. Kiddush Hashem in Gullus was, remember, like we said, okay, we're going to Six Flags today, boys. Remember, you're wearing yarmulkes. Don't be a Chilul Hashem. Kiddush Hashem, after what happened? The level of Kiddush Hashem that needs to happen in the world? We're still, we're still very much in it. Do you know how many more people are not identified yet of our brothers and sisters that's a chilo forget about the rage forget about all that, that that's not even there's no kalim for that 
There's no vessels for that. You have to shift and say to our Kaddish Baruch Hu. You keep saying, you keep saying in all these shirim, it's about Iman Shmuel Be'ahava. It's not about that for me. You'll get there. We all give each other koch to get there. You have to get there. You want to be stuck in your own concept of nekama? Ashrecha. 75 years. First 75 years. If you want the whole thing, if we really want the whole thing, we have to shift towards there. And malasot. As humanly impossible as that seems. And malasot. Because if it's still about me and me wanting to do what I want to do based on Liel Chetroni's face, it's still me. It's still me. And I need to live in a world that it's Bittel, it's Hashem. Although according to the words that we learned in the beginning, yeah. there's, a, there's a package between we're talking about, if not uh, a king, we're talking about a political entity, Klal Yisrael with Koach. So we're not talking about something that is not physical, material. Nachon. But it's collective. Nachon, collective. But it's collective. But it's collective. Yes. Nachon. But that's a dagesh. That's a dagesh. Listen, I know I can't stop any of the thoughts, and none of us can stop the thoughts we're having all day long. Everyone's speaking about not the question, how are we going to keep the achtos? This is going to be forever, I believe. Call me naive. Call me naive. This is going to be forever. The question is, what kind of Torah are we going to be speaking the day after? Is this going to fizzle out because it got quiet again? <clears throat> What kind of language are we going to be speaking to our brothers and sisters that are still in the exile? What kind of depth do you think we need in order to now communicate with diaspora Jewry that we can't relate to each other bichlal now? There's no relation. There's no a father here that's, I don't know, 50, has two sons in the army, and he hears from him every five days. How could you relate to anyone that's not in that parsha that son's on, that son's on Wall Street? And he's a Heilige Yid. He gets up, he does dafiomi. The kid does dafiomi. His son does dafiomi. How could how could we relate, Bichla? That it's 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 two completely different worlds. It's two completely different worlds. But if it's about me and my need for him to feel me, then it's still me. But if I work with Pnimius Hanefesh, with Torah Sabal Shemtov, about the real the real digging deep of what it means to have a gilui nefesh, like the Piyosetzin has been teaching us, then it becomes collective, it becomes bigger, and I'm able to speak for real, b'shem kol Yisrael. B'shem kol Yisrael. And we don't have a leader now that's doing that. We don't have anyone that's really speak. We don't, we don't really have it. If they are, they're whispering, or they're just really, really hidden. We don't have that collective voice that everyone says, this is what I waited for. We don't have it. Us, chevre, chaburas, mevakshi Hashem, that are plugged into nishmat am Yisrael, both on Torah and both on the front lines. It's on us. It's on our door. It's on our tzibur. It's on us. 
It's on us to go to the place that seems impossible. Have to. En malasot. En malasot. We have to keep on davening for the clearest guidelines to make sure that our wanting your revenge, Hashem, is because of your kid Hashem Shamaim Barabim. And our wanting all the things that we want, please Hashem, like, I have to continue to cut through and make sure. The said I know I'm human, so there's going to be a lot of me in this. But but Mehmet, Geula is 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 not me. Geula is us. Geula is everyone. It's the whole world. It's everything together. Now, come back down here. We have people in the world that are acting exactly against that fila. What I just said. Their war is exactly against that consciousness, that awareness. That's where the gun is pointing towards. It's exactly to- against that light, because that light is Mashiach. That light is Geula. This is the anti. This is the, this is the exact other side of the force. Exactly the other side of the force. Now we could sit here and continue wondering, well, if Hashem didn't appear yet fully, maybe He doesn't want us to... Uh, you know, up here, have that, that thing fully. The tefillah for the prop, for, for, for Kel Nekamot Hashem, Kel Nekamot is Hashem Barach saying back to us, Kel Nekamot Hashem, Kel Nekamot It's not one way. It's Hashem davening also. It's Hashem davening also. Hevra, you finally have a mal, some form of malchut and memshala after thousands of years. What does your monarchy pre-Mashiach look like? How did you build it up for 75 years? What was it like? The question is, what is it going to look like now? If we don't do this, all of our children, you know, not our children, some of you already have children that are in age, all of our grandchildren are going to run as far away as the deep ones, the enlightened ones. They are going to run, they're going to be in India before we know it. Looking for people that are actually giving them some kind of a substance that makes that, that makes sense to their, their, their calling of their soul. But this whole patriotic Zionism, the way that it's been, the way that it's been until now, without the function of a Geula consciousness... I wouldn't blame any of them for checking out. Not one of them. Not one of them. What are we giving them? What are we offering them? What are we offering ourselves? What are we speaking about anymore? What are we talking about? We sometimes have the question, how could it be there was just one uprising that we know of in the, ghetto, in, in the Warsaw Ghetto? Well, what, what state were we in back then? What did we have? What did we have? So we came back here and built this whole thing up to allow cancer to spread throughout Eretz Yisrael? And cancer sells on Harabait? Mazen. That's what it is. Milchama al kes ka. Where is, in, if we have any one geographical location today for our understanding of the throne of God, where is that? Harabait. And the closest we got to revealed Nisim, 
in this world was 1967, and the decision, the aftermath of 1967 is probably the greatest Chil Hashem in the last 50 years. Mamash. Probably the greatest Chil Hashem. So again, with all the anger and rage that we have towards a door that's not even alive anymore, it won't get us anywhere. The questions are not that. The questions are, from today on, 44, 45 days, whatever it's been, after such a Chilul Hashem and the appearance of what seems to be, okay, don't, someone already wrote an article on Shabbos in some newspaper that didn't mention my name, but he said that I held, that uh, I gave up, I basically said, Amalek, this is clearly Amalek. It's not even important. If you need to, if you need to sit there while Liel Chetzroni gets identified after 44 days and saying, you know, is it a Malik? Is it not a Malik? Then you then, 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 Pack your bag. Pack your bag. Ooh, ooh. Now, are you saying that Yiddishkeit today, I'm saying Yiddishkeit rather than using any other expression, is a perversion? Because that's what you're saying. You're saying we've got the wrong view. We're coming to it from the wrong approach. He said we came to it from the wrong approach. Or came to it, sorry. Yeah. There, no, no, no. Incomplete is much more meduyak than perversion. Why? Because the Medina, the state, is the tool, is the vessel for what could be the holiest thing in the world. The vessel is in place. The question is, what are you pouring into the vessel? But there's some Eden out there who don't believe in the state. I, I love them. Okay. I'm a Kohen. I love them. They, I can only, I can only talk, I can only work right now, right? It's so easy to go to them, and like Steve said before, anyone that lives in Chutz, what do I, I don't know, I don't know, I know I also have to melam and be a breast lover that's running around azamring. I'm not speaking about anybody else, but who I'm in contact with. What could I do? What I can't start, I can't keep on looking for someone to get up. I can't wait for an awakening anymore. I can't. It's, it's, what can any of us do? Like, I have to, first of all, come to the conclusion that I really, really, really want to believe in Hashem. With, with all of me. The all of me. That I, Mamish, want to believe in, in, in Hashem. And believing in Hashem is believing in Am Yisrael. If I keep on looking at people that, that, I, that what I would claim is Gullah's mentality to understand what to do, forget it. I have a world of chayalim that are subconsciously all Arana coins right now. I don't need anything else. I don't need, any, I don't need anything it's, else. It's not just the, the Gullah Jew and the Gullah mentality. Though the same rabbinic leadership and political leadership that gave away Har Habayi is present here now today, yelling and screaming. If I go up on uh, Aliyah and saying you're 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 over now, uh, chorus. My. We're talking about here my now. my. But the BB voted for the Nakut. You could say guys, there's guys, no guys. end to it. There's no end to the. There's no end. There's no end. Last week to uh, Dan Meridor. He, he's sitting shilling? His wife, that wasn't it? Oh, Baruch Dan Ellis. And, you know, he's not, uh, he's not a firm year, but he's, uh, he, has, he has strong roots. 
And he is also lamenting after how many years in, in, in political Asia, there is nobody. So when, when we read the words here, that now, and we think this is now, where? We theoretically, we, theori- theoretically, we theoretically have it. We theoretically have it, and our job right now is to spend less time detecting Erevrav and going... We have to no, be doing something. We have to go Pnima. We have to go into our hearts. When you ask me about Pnima Yusatora, yeah, that's yeah. what it is. I know I'm it's a, for, it's a language that you that you that you don't know either, that's and you grew up you learning Torah. Different. They should be different. You can different. you can keep on saying they wrong. Mazel no, no, Zeh. So what what's our calling? How do we change the reality? Our calling is not only coming to Shirin that have to do with Nakama. That's one. No, no, no. no. Meaning, it, it's you. it's a it's a piece, it's a piece of a much bigger picture. It's a it's a piece of it. Our calling is first of all to just realize that Hashem wants us to be alive right now in this door for a specific reason. To stop for a second and and, and flow with that. Hashem put us here now to be alive for this right now. Start to think about that for a second. It's davening without a stop, with humility, saying, Hashem Barach, if there have been places where I have, may have perverted concepts of Torah, before I'm so fast to look at other people, where have I done this? It's all the avoda of Bittl. There's it, The other ways, the, the finger pointing, is continuation of a Churban, and Amalek sitting there on the side is like, this is even greater than I thought. Because now I'm getting them, I killed them, I burnt their kids like crisps, and now, where are they? Arut even Arbaas, it's all, it's all, it's all the finger pointing. It's all the finger pointing. And if you have a really good heart, you hear the Baal Shem Tov saying, it's, the, the place where Hashem's Malchut begins is in your own heart. But if you are going to continue to live a Yiddishkeit that doesn't connect to that, you'll end up finger-pointing and think that that's the holiest thing in the world, and Amalek's going to stay on the side and continue to get nachas. What's the difference between the Gullus mentality, which made us not take physical action and go deep inside of Chuba, even in the darkest of places, and exactly this what we're saying now, which is that we need to go inside. I don't understand the question. Say it a little bit differently. It seems like in the Gullus, before Eretz Yisrael, 1939, when we felt helpless, we said, okay, we're helpless, we have to go look inside. We did a lot of tshuva, a lot of tshuva. We went to the Rebbe, we went to the Rebbe, we did tshuva. And it didn't help. And now... Who are you talking about that we did tshuva? Yidin. Like, like, like individuals, you're saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. They thought they were doing tshuva. I don't know if anyone... Oh, throughout, say. Always. I mean, there's always people that thought that, yeah. And so us now also, meaning when we're asking, what should we do? What do we do? I'm saying, we need to go deep inside. Is that not similar to going deep inside then? Meaning what? Gallus, this is where Steve will... He won't have a, 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 an easy time with this, but I could be the greatest Gallus Jew that made Aliyah and that's living here for 50 years. You hear what I'm saying? That this, it's, the place that you're speaking of is no, no difference. The, the change of reality 
is the is the malchut and memshala as a vessel that I have. What am I doing with it? That Jew in thirty nine that he wasn't playing with those variables. Ah, so saying the Jew in thirty nine has gone deep inside, maybe maybe brought the Americans and the Russians to to liberate, but us going deep inside can make room in the malchus here to to do what they're accusing us of doing, which is what we should be doing. I would just take it one step further. The type of tshuva that we now can bring about into the world can be such a greater Kiddush Hashem than ever was before in the world. We have an opportunity in this door to really make the, a healthy, holy Kiddush Hashem, a non-compromising Kiddush Hashem. The question is, am I going for the whole thing or am I just davening that things get quiet again? And the di- the distance between those two places is kemer chak shemaim va'aretz. You know, well, I'm sorry, he he had he had his hand up. Yeah. Well, the end of the pasuk here just is the answer. This is the nakom yeshiv letzarah bechiper admato amo. Are we going to go and possess the land? Because that's where the kapara is. Are we going to have quiet times? Let the rishon of us deny. They'll do it quiet for another twenty years. Or I had a I had, this morning when I saw the picture of Liel. So my posted, I said, "What? It's it's impossible to comprehend that this actually happened. It's impossible to comprehend that this happened to one of our sisters, our daughters. What do we do with all? What 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 can we do with such rage? So so someone that I, I love very much, he was he's, he's like, look." We, we, and it's the beginning of the answer. He's, he told me a picture of, a, of Aza and a Chorban, right? That's the first 75 years. Because the answer after, what, what's the only thing that we could do right now? What's the question? The fact that that's still a question by decision makers. But like you said, it's is, the is very, mamlacha. it's the theoretical mamlacha. The theoretical mamlacha. What we have to do, Bezrat Hashem, listen. We start there. How did all the, how did, how did all Yudan Shamon begin? What, you think uh, half a million Jews came and settled here? No. No. But, but basically, I, I, it's, I'm, I've been holding back from what I, the next thing that I want to learn because there's so much more here. But all the questions of how that we have right now, Rav Ginsburg has written this up systematically, very clearly, very deep, but it's all written up to understand the bracha of the first 75 years, that, it's, that, that there was a bracha in there within the perverted way of, of, of certain elements, for sure. But I like much more the incomplete Lashon that you, you who used it? Used it. I like that Lashon much more. The incomplete. No, ayapomashu. You want to say that Avinu's first 75 years were a complete perversion? There's some very holy things happening there. Broke down his father's idols, right? He walked into the furnace of fire. There are moments of, are you kidding me? The most tremendous moments of heroism. However, at 75, Hashem tells him, Lech Lecha. And Hashem is telling us now, after 75 years, guys, Azvu Otchem from the Lech Lecha. <laughs> Finally, Lech Lecha. Eka. I want to show you guys Eretz Yisrael that's so much deeper and so much bigger than the limited capacity you were able to understand what the beginning was. 
Alavai, alavai, art fila for the real nekama that, hap- that happens, that should happen, should be in the context of a Kiddush Hashem that brings about the Geula. It, that brings about the Geula, not a momentary Makkah. Like we've been listening to our leaders, our enemies got a Makkah that they have never gotten before. Amazing. All these makot they never got before, they were able to pull off a makah like we never got before. Galut. Makah is a whack. A whack. The context of Geula... every day. Every day they're murdering us. The context of Geula, the context of Nekama, and the framework of Geula, is not that... Not, there's not one hair of a chayal that gets put off his head. Not one. Not one. The tisbochet they have us now with our brothers and sisters that are in captivity is such an amalekite chilul Hashem me'ein kamohu. You understand? It's a chilul Hashem. Forget about the, tr- the, 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 the sick pain that it is. It is such a chilul Hashem. Which means that the counter to that has got to be the greatest Kiddush Hashem that ever was. But it has to be on the other side. We should be zochet. We should be zochet that we are bold enough to wake up and f- discover pathways. Pnima, stop looking at other people. Stop wondering why people aren't here. Stop wondering why rabbanim are not saying or saying what they're saying. Azvodze. Hashem gave you a cup. Hashem gave you a heart, and He gave you the privilege of being here in Eretz Yisrael right now in our time. And we have to look at that. We have to we have to absorb that. We have to take that in. We have to become rebbes, each and every one of us. We have to become what we're looking for. And alavai, alavai, bemet, we'll be, we'll be gutsy enough to ask. To ask each other, how do I do that? What does that look like? And you'll realize, well, all the swarm that, you know, we've been, we've been crying over for years already, it's all in there. You just got to daven over what you learn to make sure that it doesn't stay here and it goes into the heart. Okay, we'll continue with other Shem Wednesday.